0: Hey, you guys. Welcome to yet another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B.
1: And I'm Michelle, Modeling Michelle.
0: And we're excited to kick this one off. Uh, If you can tell by the title of the podcast episode, we'll be talking about the pressure to be curvy, body positivity, and just all of the things. I thought this episode was very fitting because summer is upon us. It is. Next month will officially be summer. I think it's like June 21st or something. I'm going mm-hmm. to that up, but it's around that time. Mm-hmm. And as you all know, the hotter it gets, the less clothes people wear which means you have to, not you have to, but you end up showing more skin. And I personally think more women deal with insecurities around this season because now you're comparing other women who are wearing crop tops and bikinis and the form-fitting tight dresses
1: to go out. This is true. This is the season. Well, the upcoming season is definitely for that. And I just feel like there's just so much that goes into this topic, right, especially because of social media. I feel like social media just amplifies it even more, yes. and so i'm 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 excited to get into this topic because there's some you know there's some things to say about the pressure <laughs> to be curvy or the pressure to look a certain way, and by societal standards right now, especially within our community, it's curvy
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think, was there ever a time where being skinny was in? Because I feel like now my friends who are super thin are constantly talking about gaining weight and going to the gym and trying to develop curves and get a bigger butt. And I'm just like... I don't know. Maybe it's because I have never been skinny. I always thought being skinny was in until recently. It's all about like the big boobs, the no waist, the big booty type thing. But I wonder, is this a trend or was being curvy always in?
1: I feel like if I think back to like the early 2000s, just because that's our era. I feel like in the music videos, you didn't see a bunch of super curvy girls like what you see now. Yeah, you mainly saw thin. She might have had a little booty too, Mm -hmm. but it was mainly like (laughs) thinner women. Mm -hmm. I feel like was in because think about like the thin
0: women with the low rise jeans. Oh, Aaliyah comes to mind. Beyonce comes to mind. Britney
1: Spears.
0: Yes, yes, that's Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. So then, at what point in pop culture and specifically Black American culture? Did we say you know what? Actually, wide hips, no waist with a fat fill in the blank is in.
1: At what point? I feel like. Let me think. I'm trying to think when it's the. It's trans- hard, right? Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say when the transition happened. I feel like dang (laughs) was it when social media started to really get popping maybe like maybe when like instagram and facebook was like at its like peak because at first they started and it was still kind of everybody getting into it Mm -hmm. and i feel like maybe once once it reached its peak i feel like maybe oh no girl i can tell you when oh okay when once the kardashians Yo, I was doing going it. to say that.
0: I yeah. was literally trying to think if you could think of something else, because I was going to say, I'm going to credit it to a woman who's not even black. And I want to preface this by saying, I don't think as black women, we can monopolize or we have full ownership over the curvy physique right there's black women who are super thin there's black women who like have the coke bottle figure there's black women who um you ever seen in magazines where they'll show you different body types so you have the pe- uh, pear shape you have the apple yes. shape yes. so we fall across all spectrum just like every woman of every nationality and every race fall across the spectrum yeah however it is very common to see that a lot of black women are curvier but it's crazy that we can trace it back as far as like modern society, very, very, very modern, like contemporary society back to the Kardashians. And honestly, if we look at throwback pics, Kim Kardashian didn't even look like Kim Kardashian.
1: She didn't. Yeah, she didn't. I feel like they really took the very small waist, big butt to another level. Mm. because I feel like there were always like curvy women like curvy celebrities that like Kim were like hmm. Kim Kardashian was always curvy no 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 I said there were always other curvy celebrities okay yeah who kind of had that natural look Takara Takara model yep right um I'm thinking also I don't know why she's like one of the first ones that pop up in my mind but like Lisa Ray. The actress, oh, yeah, so there, there was that kind of look, but then it mm. became like, no, your waist is like literally no waist. Like, what's <laughs> a way They monetize?
0: Never ever, they monetize this physique, right? Yeah. And now everyone wants to start looking like them, not realizing they don't even look like that. You know, they paid a lot of money to get that figure and now it became or it became this ideal for everyone so now you have girls who are 13 14 15 idolizing this body type like you haven't even gone through puberty yet and you're already thinking about surgery to get a body like that and i think that's heartbreaking in a sense
1: yeah and you know what i i i really have to blame social media too absolutely um it plays i know a huge they've role. Yes, yes. Social media definitely plays a huge role because this gen- this next generation has been exposed to social media and technology immediately, right? Yep. So because of that, now they're no they're trying to figure out different ways to gamify the system. Like how can I like become the hottest TikToker. How can I? And I'm not gonna say this whole generation is like that, but right. a lot of them are. You know, Gen Z is really like all about like how can we make this money right. off of this social media thing. While us millennials. Mm-hmm. We were, like, in 2008, like, people were just recording videos with their computer. Oh, my God. Webcam. Yes. <laughs> YouTube you was know just mean? on the scene. Yes. Oh, and we, yeah. And they came up with to where it was, like, people can make money off of this. Easy access. So, because of that, yeah, like, one of the best ways to gain notoriety is by the way you look. Wow. So, if you have the same physique, the same style, the same kind of swag as the Kardashians, then... You're in there.
0: I wonder how they were able to monetize that so well. Like they who said, good. but like you said, there were the Lisa rays of the world. And there's probably a lot more that we're not even thinking of, of like black women who that was actually their physique. Hello. This and is it wasn't why, as hot.
1: School me, me, sis. Let me cut you off there, sis. Let me tell you Wait. why. It's because they're not black.
0: That crossed my mind too. Yeah, Uh, the world loves to profit off of the black off of the backs of black culture, but specifically black women, of course. Like from everything, from the way that like we take creative liberties with our hair, the different colors we use in our hair, the way we style our nails, the way we dress. It's like if a black woman does it, it's like, that's ghetto, that's too loud, that's inappropriate. But then you slap it on the front of Vogue and like, you know, a white model does it and all of a
1: sudden it's innovative and fresh and hip and cool. Girl, one of the things that I hated, I (laughs) hated when I saw this. Uh i don't know who it was was it kim i don't know but somebody had box braids and they called them boxer braids girl (laughs) when i tell you i felt some type of way i was like first of all don't do that Mm -hmm. go to the source i don't Don't understand don't change the name to
0: boxer braids don't do that girl they weren't trying to change it they just didn't know the name wow they weren't trying to change it It's like when you're on social media and you see someone use slang, but they use it like, oh man, I wish I could think of an example, but things like, like cap or just slang that's used inappropriately really gets under my skin. (laughs) Like you just read it one time and you ran with it. Now you look loud and wrong and dumb.
1: One of them for me is woke. They love saying woke now. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) anything to make the coins yeah it's terrible
0: it's It's very disappointing and honestly I last night actually I made the decision to um, go off of Instagram delete my other social medias and just kind of I'm going to deactivate my Instagram as soon as I can figure out how to do it Um, but I just really want a break it has less to do with like body image and more about I feel like it's time to sort of recenter and refocus myself and figure what's next.
1: That's and I awesome.
0: find, thank you. Uh, I personally find that social media is very loud and intrusive.
1: Mm. And what I mean by that is I was just going to ask you, what do you mean by that? Like, tell me, yeah. tell, tell me more. Yeah. So when I say it's loud
0: and intrusive, like it's kind of been really hard to hear myself think. Because whenever I have a free moment, right? Let's say I'm up at six o'clock and I don't go to sleep until midnight, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, and I'm being very, very nice because I know I spend more than 10 minutes you know, on social media, but let's say for every hour I spend 10 minutes, that's three hours of my time where I'm constantly being fed what other people look like, what they think, their opinions, what's hip, what's cool. Should I be a hustler or should I rest? Should I get a massage or should I save my money? Should I buy property now? Or should I wait a few years when it's, when the um, housing market is going to crash? It's like all these opinions, right? Some of them are valid oftentimes I feel educated on it, but it's just like, how do I feel about this? What do I think? What aligns with me? And I just realized, and honestly, again, nothing happened because I was just posting like back-to-back stories on social media two or three days ago. I posted this really cute picture, but I realized like, I need a moment to just think and hear myself think and not use social media as a crutch to not plan my life. Because I don't want to look up and all I have to show for myself is cute pictures
1: on Instagram. Mm, wow. Dang. Dang. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I that was like a person.
1: Yeah, I feel like you personally came for me. How? <laughs> wait that was very personal I was sharing that to explain
0: how like yes social media plays a huge role in what we see as desirable and I was trying to distance myself so I could see what I see as
1: desirable for my body my goals and things like that but how did I come for you girl so it's so funny because the other night I was actually thinking things through um, Mm -hmm. because I had like a talk with Brandon Mm -hmm. about just everything that I'm trying to do in my life and yeah. everything I'm trying to accomplish and how difficult it is doing mm-hmm. so many different things and have managing a family and yeah. particularly an infant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And not having a, and when I say strong support system, I mean, of people who are available around me i mean old mm-hmm. folks okay <laughs> i know i have a good support system of friends and everybody mm-hmm. who could come tag in grab and blah 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 right. but one covid makes it difficult and two i need old people who aren't working
0: yeah you need <laughs> to sit at home and watch <laughs> yes,
1: <Reddit>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hello my friends are on the move okay yeah. yeah so anyway one of the things that i really thought about is just like oh my gosh like do I want to continue doing like this social media thing or trying to do this social media mm. thing? Because I am someone that while I love creating content, like I, yeah. I wouldn't ever call myself an influencer, more so a content creator while I love doing it. I'm so more than showing off my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm so more than just like posting a pretty picture all the time, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, that was just one thing that was weighing heavy on me. Yeah, And I was like, I feel like, you know, during this time while I am at home, yes, I'm still going to continue creating content, but I need to make sure I am also getting into some of the things that maybe are like an underlying thing that I see myself wanting to pursue. Yeah. You know what I I mean? I get exactly what you mean. Yes. Yes. And you saying the thing about, well, the thing you saying all of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) about social media and how like you know, you can find yourself on it for so long. I can say one of the things that's a hindrance to me Mm -hmm. and it helps me is that I literally don't stay on social media. Yeah. I post and leave. And you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I might pop in and actually watch a few stories. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I will go through my feed and like it, but one of the parts of social media, especially when it comes to growing your platform, which I know this because obviously I have an extensive background on all of this (laughs) Uh is that the part, I mean, one important point is you have to be social. Yes. Yeah, yes. You have to engage with the people. Yes, yes. And I just can't find myself staying on there for too long because like mm-hmm. you said, there's just so many different messages. Oh gosh. Yes. So many underlying things that even if you don't notice that you're like consuming it and keeping it in the back of yes. your mind and and it's like kind of being used against you, it's happening, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Especially when it's something that's maybe that you're self-conscious about. Like for example, for me, I'm pretty self-conscious now about my waist. Mm -hmm. Right. I had Mm -hmm. a baby and child, there's some there's (laughs) some stuff going on over here that was going on before. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. If it was going on before, I mean I'm used to it. I'm not used to it. Right. Now this is a whole different ballgame. And it's stubborn. And what do I do when I'm on social media if I'm scrolling, if somebody's wearing a cute top. And their midriff is out. Midriff, mm-hmm. girl, <laughs> you're old. Wow. Next, I'm gonna say pocketbook. Anyway, so <laughs> their midriff is out, girl. I'll be looking at my stomach like, ooh, I could girl, never... you can't wear no crop top mm-hmm. with no.
0: mm Mm-hmm. Same.
1: But why can't I? Facts. Facts. That How is. I won't. <laughs> I mean, I know I, that was me being deep, but like, we know why. <laughs> for me on me it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying having a belly is bad because a lot of people have bellies that's the norm right not everyone is super flat and Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. like we're we're like told to believe that and shown a lot of that but it doesn't mean that's the case so i have nothing against the belly
0: Same. Right. Cause I have one. So who am I to (laughs) judge? Okay. (laughs) I I don't have anything against it, but like you said, it's that subconscious thing. Right. So to bring it back to the idea of like the pressure to be curvy. So one thing I'm going to say is a lot of people who post like popping pictures, highly, highly, highly edit their photos. Right. Like right. edit it a lot. And on the one hand, it's like the person consuming it needs to realize, well, this social I always say that social media isn't real. People are going to edit it, right? But then also it's like a catch 22. The people who really edit their pictures feel pressured to edit it. Cause it's yeah. like if I post this picture without editing it, then people are going to be able to pick out my flaws or they won't think I have it as together as I look. As, they won't think I have it as together as it looks, if that makes sense. It does. So that's one thing, right? Like we need to remember all of us, like social media isn't real. Somebody could post a popping picture. It's lit at brunch, but you don't know that when they go home, right? They're dealing with depression. They feel alone. They're in a relationship. They hate, like it's all this other stuff, but we brush it to the side. Cause it's like, oh, you look so cute in that picture. It's all vanity. It means nothing. Right. But well, you then, know what?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off. You know what? What's craziest for that person it probably means something because they're so sad, because they're depressed, because they're dealing with certain things that like those comments yeah. is boosting them up. Is it vanity? It is vanity. Should they be using that particular metric as a means to feel better up, out- better about themselves? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. But is that our society's standard now? Yeah. Wow. Yes. So, so maybe look- we should just accept it. I mean, girl, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I think, I don't know if you remember this or maybe I'm making it up. I feel like there was a point where Instagram was considering taking away likes or taking away the showing how many likes Mm -hmm. girl. I can't imagine how many petitions they probably got (laughs) of people who are like, um, Oh, please. Like, don't take it away. Please take it. Please don't take it away.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying people were like, please take it away.
1: I feel like there are probably a lot of people saying don't take it away because it's validation. It's validation. And a lot of people are seeking validation. And if they can have their small slice of the pie on social media, that means something to them. Wow.
0: Dang. Well, I don't want to minimize that then. I don't even know what to say. It's like on the one hand, again, heartbreaking, but on the other hand, who am I to decide how someone feels good about themselves?
1: Yeah. For me, I just feel like it just becomes really deep when that is your only sense of validation. If that's the only thing that makes you happy is getting a thousand likes, getting 50,000 likes, you know, because it is a career for people. So some people are relying on those likes to pay bills and to do things. Yeah, But for those who are seeing it as like, oh my gosh, like I hate this, I hate that, blah, blah, blah. But oh my gosh, I got 50,000 likes on my my most recent post. Wow. It's like, it's deep, like, it's deep. Dang. Yeah, I know we took a turn. (laughs) We did, I'm
0: like, that's a lot to process because it's all about setting those healthy boundaries. Yes. And it makes me think about what she said earlier of how like, you know, you are a content creator and you enjoy it. And, you know, one day you may want to maybe take a step back from it. However, it's, it can be hard to do a social media cleanse when people rely on it for um, income, right? People who make yeah. money off of social media. I use social media to find cute outfit ideas, to find a new restaurant in town when I had hair, to find a hairstylist. So it's like, when you also said it's not going away anytime soon, like social, you you were talking about validation, but I feel like social media as a whole, is h- so hard because it's only been one day without my Instagram, but I already wanted to go look up this girl that like I saw on YouTube and I'm like, oh, her outfit's cute. Let me check out her Instagram page. But I'm like, wait, I deleted that. So how do you set those boundaries and engage in social media, but without it becoming a crutch for you?
1: Man, I feel like not saying my way is the best way, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have been able to have a healthy outlook, still having my app, mm-hmm. still going on it, but for the purposes that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So yes, I may engage with people. You know, there's people I talk to through DMs, you know, whatever, like I post on my stories is to share a few cute things, but I'm not on there every day. Yeah. I schedule my you know posts mm-hmm. right so sometimes I am posting live but other times I'm scheduling my post so I don't yeah. have to go on the feed post and be like oh well let me go and look at this right you know and let me scroll for the next hour you know <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean so or mm-hmm. maybe I'll go on there just for the purpose of looking something up like right. I want to find a photographer near me hashtag Atlanta photographers right Boom. go through call it a day you know a post I get so
0: distracted a- it's a funnel girl. You turn it on, you see this cute outfit. Next thing you know, you are checking out their page, but then you end up three people like into the funnel. Then I close out the app. I open it. I'm like, wait, why did I even go on Instagram to begin with? And I'm like, Oh yeah. The photographer. I go back. I'm like, Oh, I haven't seen this person's story in a while. Look at the, so it's like it requires tra- so much self-control and discipline. Yes.
1: Yes. yes. It's a lot of training. I've had to train myself to just kind of go on there, scroll, 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 close.
0: Wow. Yeah. What has helped me too is turning off notifications. I don't get notifications for any of my social media stuff. Me neither. That helps a lot. So it's like when I open the app, that's when I'll see it.
1: <laughs> same, same, same. I would go nuts if I had notifications on same. <laughs> on Instagram, I- not because I'm getting a million likes, but because when I have too many things on my screen, it's a lot for me. It freaks me so out. <laughs> Yeah, so that was one of the things I had to say. You know what? No, I don't. You're going to turn I mean, that off? I'll When I see it, I see it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Hey, y'all. So we decided to stop the episode right here. And we will be back next week with a part two. And we'll be sure to include our revelations. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Instagram. And let us know your thoughts around the pressures of being curvy, Do you agree that this started back with the Kardashians monetizing off of it? And do you think social media play a huge role in this added pressure? So we'll catch you on the next episode of Rants and Revelations.
1: Bye.